Welcome to the brand new Scripture Union Northern Ireland podcast. I'm your host, Phil Howe, the training and resources manager for SUNI. Thanks for checking out this podcast where we are seeking to equip and resource the local church in our joint mission of making God's good news known to children, young people and families. In this month's episode, we want to share with the church across Northern Ireland how we can work alongside you as we release our new five-year strategy. Rachel Shepherd, our local worker in Palamina, who is part of our E3 Schools project, will be sharing what she's been learning from the Bible. And we have a number of new people, new staff, who have joined the SU family, and we'd love for you to meet them. But first, let's head over to our general director, Damien Wharton, and get a chat with him. I've been in Scripture now for just over 12 months. And I think for me, there are a few highlights. First of all, I think getting to know and work alongside the the brilliant staff team that we have here at Scripture Union. I think meeting so many of our wonderful volunteers has been a real highlight. Uh, Visiting camps and missions over the summer was just wonderful to see some of our work in action. Uh, But not only that, hearing some of the stories of children and young people's lives who have been transformed by God's good news. Uh, I had a real privilege of going to Malaysia and representing Scripture in Northern Ireland there at our global gathering. Straight after that, uh, came back to Belfast and joined over a 1,000 of our supporters here at Waterfront Belfast to celebrate 150 years of Scripture Union. So you talk about the strategy there. What is the vision for SU over the next five years? That vision is to see children and young people transformed by God's good news, that every child and young person in Northern Ireland would have the opportunity to uh, hear and respond to God's good news, to discover and explore the Bible, God's word, and to develop and grow in their faith journey. There are approximately 330,000 people in Northern Ireland aged between 5 and 18, and our aim is to be reaching 110,000 of those by 2023. That's a third of all children and young people through our schools ministry, our camps, and our missions and our resources. And what are the values you hope are modelled by SUNI? We have a lot of values at Scripture in Northern Ireland and over the last 12 months we've been finally tuning them, holding them down and we have landed on six that we're going to focus on over the next five years. The first one is obvious, it's Bible engagement. Uh, Anything and everything that we do has to be rooted in God's Word. Second one is prayer. We acknowledge that there are many spiritual disciplines, but for us, prayer is a key one, and we want to make sure that everything we do is saturated in prayer. Number three will be partnership. Uh, We're incredibly thankful for the many partners that we already have, whether they be churches or schools or mission agencies. And we recognise if we're serious about reaching all children and young people with God's good news, we can't do that on our own, and we need to do that in partnership with others. People development. We are a ministry that is indebted to the goodwill of our volunteers. Just thinking about our summer with our camps and missions, we have three staff and yet we have over 1,200 volunteers who help make our camps and missions happen. And so we want to see how we can develop everybody and anybody who's involved um, in Scripture Union. Innovation. We're a ministry that seeks to be creative in all of our endeavours. We worship a creative God, and so we want to reflect that in all that we do. And finally, integrity. We're aware that we have the privilege of working with children and young people. We are blessed by the gifts, the financial gifts that people give us, whether they be individuals or trusts. And so we want to be a ministry that is full of integrity. With, with these things in mind, we aim to be transparent, honest, and above reproach in everything that we do. So we're thinking about strategic priorities. How do you see those play out in the ministry? Okay, so over the next five years, we have... 
four defined strategic priorities. Um, the first one is effective schools ministry. Uh, we count it a genuine privilege to be working and serving in hundreds of primary and post-primary and special education needs schools across Northern Ireland. And our desire is to build on our experience in providing the best school specialists, the best training and resources. Number two, outstanding camps and missions. Scripture Union began in Northern Ireland with a mission on a beach and over uh, the past number of years that ministry has grown significantly. We're seeking to grow in terms of depth uh, with our Bible engagement to grow numerically and we're aiming to provide ways that all children and young people could attend our camps and missions no matter what their background is, no matter where they're from, that they could come along and be part of one of our camps and missions. Number three, inspiring training and resources because we are so committed to seeing this become a reality we've created a brand new department uh, who will be prioritizing creating biblical based resources and training opportunities for a whole variety of people whether it be teachers scripture union leaders camps and mission leaders youth workers children's and family workers sunday school teachers the list goes on and finally uh, compelling communication we have a story to tell we have an amazing story to tell and a message to share and we intend to communicate this more effectively than we've ever done before. Brilliant and as this strategy gets shared and more and more people hear about it hopefully even through things like this podcast what what is your hope with it all? My hope as we seek to roll out our strategy um, there's a number of things uh, I think first of all that God's incredible life-changing and transforming message is shared more and more and that more and more children and young people are given the opportunity yeah. to respond to him. Number two, that Scripture in Northern Ireland would not only serve schools and communities, but we would be known as a missional arm of the local church, collaborating as we seek to be the light of Christ across Northern Ireland. And that makes sense because the first four words of the big aims of Eshi are working with the churches, so yeah, that's great. And number three, that we would be brave, uh, more ready and willing than ever before uh, to step out of our comfort zones for the sake of Christ. Big thanks to Damien and all our volunteers, not to mention Council and all the groups who fed into this new way forward for the ministry of Scripture Union Northern Ireland. As Scripture's in the name, we turn to Scripture now and hear from Rachel Shepherd. Over the last couple of months, I've been looking at and thinking about Abraham and what we can learn from his life and his relationship with God. A few verses from Genesis 12 have stayed with me, especially as this time of year is often seen as a new season or start in the year of churches often marked with new beginnings and new opportunities. In Genesis 12 verses 1 to 2 it says, The Lord said to Abraham, Leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. I will make you into a great nation. I will bless you and make you famous, and you will be a blessing to others. Have you ever moved house? I have a couple of times and can remember the hours of anxiety and deciding what to keep and what to throw out, and those real moments of stress and packing up my belongings into what seemed like mountains of boxes and using miles of bubble wrap, and I was only moving across town to a known address. Abraham's invitation by God to move house was a little bit more complicated than mine. He was moving not just down the street, but to another country, and without even knowing his final destination. He would have to say goodbye to all that was familiar and comfortable and leave behind family that he'd grown up with over the last 75 years. This was no small move, physically or emotionally. 
I admire Abraham's courage. He didn't ask for a timeline of how long the journey would take or a sign of confirmation from God before he packed up and moved out or even some clues to where he'd specifically be settling. Nor did he come up with excuses as to why God's invitation wasn't a good idea or the timing wasn't quite right. Any of those sound familiar? Have you ever said that or thought that? When God's invited you to step out into the unknown and away from the comfortable and familiar. Abraham simply heard God's plan and trusted God and the promises God made to him. Abraham held on to those promises in the journey, even with all its unexpected twists and turns, and they gave him the courage to continually choose to obey God and keep following him, even after he'd made some pretty big mistakes along the way. I wonder in the twists and turns of life right now, is God asking you to trust him to be courageous and to move forward, stepping out of the familiar and into the unknown? It could be stepping out and tackling a particular issue within your community or church. It could be reaching out to those who have hurt you in the past. It could be putting your hand to a project or a ministry or changing up how things are currently done in your church. Perhaps it's a new job or a new role in another part of the country or even further afield. Or could it be giving some time to study even when you have a young family to support? or giving over responsibilities to others in church who might lead or work very differently from you? Where is God asking you to trust him and be courageous and move forward, stepping out of the familiar and into the unknown? Or are there promises that you need to hold on to and remind yourself of today or in the season ahead of you? In Exodus 14 verse 14 it says, The Lord will fight for you, you need only to be still. In Isaiah 40 verse 31 it says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. In 2 Chronicles 7 verse 14 it says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked way, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Or in Proverbs 3 verses 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways submit to him and he will make your paths straight. And Philippians 4 verse 19 says, And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. What promises do you need to hold on to today or hold on to in the season ahead? Memorise them, meditate on them, use them as you pray to God. Abraham didn't see the complete fulfilment of all God's promises to him within his lifetime, but many, many years later, because of his courage and trust in God and in moving forward, a descendant of Abraham was born. It was Jesus, God's son, the saviour of the world. As you choose to trust God and his promises in the now and move ahead with him into the unknown of the future, who knows what impact that will have on the generations to come, whether you see it with your own eyes or whether you just catch a glimpse. At SU we're excited because along with a new five-year strategy, we have a restructure that we hope helps us reach it. So we aren't just in maintenance mode, but moving forward, we're staying with our roots and being missional. 
My role, along with Paul Cameron's, has changed to be part of the new training and resources department. But with that, we have new personnel in the form of Kathy Craig, who is our Camps and Missions Leader, Mark Murrayhead, Schools Ministry Manager, and we also have maternity cover for our E3 East Antrim area in the form of Sarah Coughlin. We're going to hear from them now and how they're getting on. So who are you and what did you do before you joined SU? I'm Kathy Craig. I'm the Camps and Missions Leader um, for SU now. Uh, before I came to SU, I was a youth worker um, in a church in South Belfast. Hi, my name is Mark Murhead. I'm from Bangor. I'm married to Lindsay and we have one son called Seth and another baby due in November. What did I do before I joined SU? I worked in Hamilton Road Presbyterian Church in Bangor and I was employed there as the children's worker. I was employed there for almost 13 years. So my name is Sarah Coughlin and for SU I worked for Exodus which is a youth discipleship charity in Lisburn. So I discipled young people from age 15 plus. And why did you join SUNI? I first joined Script Union Northern Ireland when I was 17 uh, when I was a volunteer and since then for well over a decade I have been volunteering in different missions across Northern Ireland mostly up the north coast um, but more recently uh, in Finnegy in Belfast. I guess I realised how much SU has invested in me. I know a lot of the things I know about how to communicate with children and young people because of what I've learned um, as a volunteer throughout my time with Script Union and I guess this is a really exciting opportunity for me to see behind the scenes and see how what I have learned I can now contribute on a bigger scale. Being a children's worker in a local church meant that I was able to work alongside our local E3 workers. So Leander Lopp and Rachel Tweedy were both E3 workers in my area. And um, working with those guys and being involved in schools ministry was just really exciting, really interesting and something I knew I wanted to do more of. And so over the 12 years or so I worked in Hamilton Road, we were doing more and more schools ministry assemblies, RE lessons, homework clubs. And then whenever the opportunity came up to join SU uh, in, in the school's ministry department. It was an opportunity too good to, to pass up, so I applied, and that's why uh, I'm here. Um, I love school's ministry. I love the opportunity to, to meet boys and girls and staff members and just talk to them about Jesus. Uh, I love being able to be part of that, being able to facilitate that, being able to pray into that, and so SU just seems like the perfect organisation to be part of, to be part of that sort of work. So I joined SU because I am really passionate about children and young people knowing about who Jesus is. I remember being in school and just how important it was to hear about God whenever I was sitting in a classroom or I was in my SU. It makes a difference in the life of a young person or a child whenever somebody from the outside comes in and shares with them about who God is. How can people be praying for you in your role? I guess over the past few days I've realised that I need a lot of prayer for my new role, mainly because Camps and Missions is actually such a broad thing when you think of how we as staff need to equip volunteers to, to lead small groups with children who maybe don't understand or have never heard the Bible before, to helping team leaders understand their accounts and their admin. So I guess for me, a real prayer point would be helping me keep my eyes fixed on what we're about as a movement, helping me um, keep my eyes fixed on actually me sitting down at my desk each day is enabling people to help God's good news be known to the children and young people across this land. Um, so rather than getting tied down in the nitty gritty, actually keeping my eyes fixed on what we're about as a movement. I'm based all around Northern Ireland rather than just 
in one town so there are logistics in terms of travel and trying to think nationally rather than just in one place and so I need prayer just to to navigate that literally and figuratively Um, I need prayer just to help understand how that works and how to manage my time so that there's equal weight given to each area. Please pray for me as I get to grips with all the different rules all the different jobs that this that this um, job entails um, as I get to grips with the different districts as I meet with and work with the different members of staff as I just get settled into my role as we work out what it what it exactly looks like also pray for us as a family as we prepare for baby's arrival in November that will add another layer of tiredness into our lives please pray as we prepare for that great way for people to pray for me is as I begin that God will open doors in schools. Uh, I am really excited. I'm getting to know the areas at the minute. I'm getting to know Ballyclare, Carrick and Lorne in particular. And I would just love prayer as I meet with church leaders, as I go into school SUs and as I start to take assemblies, that God will be present, that God will go ahead, which I know he will, but just prayer that God will use every opportunity that we have in SU to go in and to speak to a child or a young person about who he is. Great to hear from those guys and please do pray. Uh, But we're also very thankful that we have six new interns this year as well. So guys, can you tell us who you are and why did you decide to do the internship this year? My name is Ashling. I am 22 years old. I live in Belfast and I am an E3 schools intern in North Down. So my reason for doing SU is just a year to gain experience in schools ministry, but also to deepen my relationship with God through reading the Bible and also reading a book a month, but also seeing ministry life. My name is Liam Shannon. I'm 18 years old. I come from Lissaskey in Fermanagh. And I am the SU intern for Jeff Gone, who is the E3 for Mana Schools worker. So after having a tough time with my A-levels and not really knowing what path in life I wanted to take, I had been chatting to Jeff about potentially taking up the internship for a year. And after kind of thinking about it for a while, I decided to apply and did the interview up at the office and decided that it was what God wanted me to do. And so I decided to take on the internship just so that I could kind of develop new skills, including speaking in public areas and chatting to kids about God and what he does for us, and also getting to know just teachers and staff working in schools and get to chat to them about my faith as well. My name is Shannon Smiley. I'm 21 and I'm from Antrim and I'm the media intern at SU. I graduated from the University of Salford in Manchester studying TV and radio this past summer and I think the whole year I was constantly worried about what I was going to do next in my life, what was the next step for me. So in my church in Manchester we had like a prayer request slip that we filled in every week at church and for about four months I was praying and praying and praying and I was writing down on that slip of paper, please let me know, am I going to stay in Manchester or am I going to come back home to Northern Ireland? What am I going to do next in my life? Because I had no idea. When I was in Manchester, I worked on different TV shows and as exciting as that sounds, actually it's not as exciting as something I made for uni. For my dissertation, I made a documentary on being a Christian at university because my personal story is that I really struggled at uni being a Christian and I knew a few of my Christian friends that felt the same way and I thought it'd be a good topic to cover Um, and I really, really loved making this video about Christians and about our love for Jesus and how we should show that to other people. I knew that I really enjoyed this a lot more than working on TV, so I 
was praying and praying and praying. I was writing on that slip every week. And then I had actually signed up to do an SU mission over the summer. And because I'd signed up to that, I was in the loop for the emails. I got an email through saying SU intern. I knew what SU was. I'd grown up knowing what SU was. But for some reason, I clicked on it. And there it said media intern. And I just knew that this role was perfect for me. It's exactly what I wanted to do. And I really just feel that God led me here. And this internship was made for me. My name's Connie, I am 18, I've just finished A-levels at Belfast High and this year I am taking a year out with SU. I am interning with Lindsay in East Belfast, going into primary schools and secondary schools and special schools, doing all things SU. Well a year ago I wasn't thinking about doing a year out at all. My plan was to go to Stranmellis to study primary school teaching. As the year went on and going things like making your mark and just really appreciating the work that SU do in my own life and in my own school. When the opportunity came around to be able to take a year out to give back to that, I just felt like God was really preparing me for it. And Phil approached me and said I should apply and go for the interview and see what happens. So I did that and after doing my interview I just got a real sense of peace and I knew that this was something I had to do. I declined all my uni offers and took a year out and now I'm here. I realised that it was totally meant to be. My name is Bob Anderson. I'm 20. I'm from Rishartgan and this is my year out from Korean University studying psychology. Doing SU internship was always on my mind and after I did Listen to Ski Connect, being a leader and speaking up front, I decided that it was something I wanted to do more of. Um, so taking the SU internship was going to help me um, do that, help me learn new things and really help me grow in confidence speaking up front and most importantly, grow in my faith. My name is Hannah Brady and I'm 21 years old. I'm from Armagh. After finishing the Irish Baptist College and graduating, I was perfectly considering what I would do for the future. I've been passionate about schools ministries for a number of years. I had done a placement in a school and taught RE lessons. And as I was praying about it, this opportunity came up as I saw it and I decided to apply for it. I continued to pray and believe that God was calling me here, that he was going to give me the opportunity to do this. After going through the interview, I got accepted. I'm really excited about the future with this internship. I can't wait to see the difference that this will make in children's lives and the impact that that could have on their families. Ultimately, my role is to spread the gospel within schools. Please pray for interns as they settle in and look to get into a rhythm of reading the Bible in a year, reading a book a month, and build a relationship not just with their areas but with their E3 workers as well. Pray for Shannon who's in a completely new role as media intern and give thanks for how God has worked in their lives so far and that this year will be a significant marker in their Christian life. Thanks for listening. Working with churches, Eshi and I want to see children and young people transformed by God's good news. We seek to do that through schools ministry, camps and missions, training and resources. And as we communicate who we are and what we are about, we hope to work with churches to resource children's and youth ministry. If you enjoyed listening, please tell others. Or if you've heard how we can help, please get in touch. This podcast will be once a month, but if you subscribe, it will download automatically for you. And if you give us a review, that will help people be able to find us easier as well. If you've been inspired by anything we've shared and feel moved to financially support, then please head to sheni.co.uk forward slash give. Until next time, God bless.